Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. I am officially 31. Mm-hmm. It's 2019, I'm 31 from the last, you know, podcast episode. <laughs> what else has changed? Um, Cooper hasn't changed. Cooper hasn't changed. <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that bark just now. Um, I, I did my first thing on plexiglass since, since the last podcast because I was... I really liked the Harry Hooth stuff, and I wanted to try it. Oh, that's awesome. So Is I that did. why you were at the place yesterday? What place? Oh. <laughs> the Blick? Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, I visited we our, don't say our old... We don't say that name. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I was there just to say hi, but uh, no, I just wanted to try something new, so I've been trying to do that. Into the new year. I have not aged yet, but it's getting there. What else? Well, how do? Uh, this is Cameron interrupting for a second. Um, there was some weird, like, interference or something in this little chunk of audio, so I had to cut it, um, but it's, like, a little bit choppy going from what I just said into what... I am about to say so I had to cut out a part basically where Stephanie is asking if we came up with any New Year's resolutions um so that's what I'm about to answer sorry for the not super great mic quality we were trying new mics that I got and by new I mean cheap (laughs) uh you know new year new mic right um we will probably not be using them again I didn't realize how bad it was um anywho Answering the question, did we have any New Year's resolutions? So, uh, let's get back to it. I like to say this stupid corny thing that, like, years ago I made a resolution and never make a resolution again, and I've kept it, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the only one I know that I ever <laughs> I have a couple, and I'm only going to share one because others are kind of personal, but I am, I downloaded Duolingo. And I'm learning Korean because I'm half Korean and I don't know any Korean. And I was just like, I should, and I know some Spanish. I know a decent amount of Spanish like Mm -hmm. that if I was in Mexico to get by and get back home. But that's important. Yeah, that's important. Are you planning to go to Korea at some point? Yeah, I'd like to. Mm -hmm. It's one of my bucket list things. It doesn't have to be this year, but eventually I'd like to go to South Korea. Yeah, that can be fun. Yeah. Cool. So that's personally me. Um, while I say I don't make resolutions, I kind of, like, loosely still do stuff at the beginning of the year. Um, and I think it's just more trying to push myself to do different types of art things. I would also like to do Duolingo, though. I've been thinking about it. They make it, they make it so that it's fun. Yeah. What language would you want to learn? 
Probably Spanish. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean... In my line of work, I get some Spanish customers, and I, I have a hard time helping them, but I want to be able to help them better. And also just to be able to have another language under my belt. <laughs> I mean, didn't they predict uh, the U.S. will have, like, more than 50% mm -hmm. of the people would be, like, Hispanic mm -hmm. and yeah, I would, speak Spanish? Yeah, I think it's it's just good to have another language in your brain. My goal is to learn Korean and then go back to Spanish and, like, mm -hmm. I guess, relearn it. Refresh. Refresh, yeah. yes. I would also like to learn Italian, which isn't super far off. I know that there's some quite a lot of similarities, but um, at some point in my life, like, my one major trip that I would like to take would be to Italy. Aww. <laughs> and eat all the food. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> well... That's us personally. Yeah. Let's talk about the podcast. Yes. Got some questions here. Thing that you're listening to. Um, so what have we been up to? I mean, obviously the last podcast episode was somewhere like early December, mm -hmm. or was it like late yeah. November? No, I think it, I think we made it into December, if I'm not mistaken. If you're not counting the announcement thingy, um, like the actual last yeah. full episode, maybe that was late November, I don't remember. Um, also, if you're <laughs> tuning in and you don't realize this, we took a kind of small hiatus from yeah. early um, December till now. I think I said September. Oh, it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> December. From early December till now, we have not been producing anything for the podcast. In fact, we... Have been no, but we did put profile. up a video. Yes, we did. We put up another um, review on the YouTube. On the YouTubes. <laughs> for Bohemian Rhapsody, which we got pretty wasted on. Yes, super <laughs> wasted that I don't even know <laughs> if that's a functional... like technical difficulties. <laughs> functional interview, but yeah, you could go check out our um, YouTube channel. Uh, it is Drunk Art Chat podcast mm -hmm. and we have two movie reviews up we do our spin-off drunk movie review mm -hmm. and hopefully we'll see more of those in, in the coming year i mean yeah. it's it's something that we need to kind of figure out equipment wise because mm -hmm. we're right now we're filming on a potato potato right? <laughs> of Paul, we are filming on a potato whoops and um that wasn't our really big focus anyhow yeah. it's the podcast you just wanted to try it so we've I guess, what have we been up to? Because I just explained what what we mean by that, because mm -hmm. we haven't been making anything. What have you been up to, Cam? Uh, like, podcast-wise? No, just or... you, why we oh. haven't made the podcast. Oh, 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 like this break. Yes, why did we have this break? Oh. You go first. Oh. Cam. <laughs> okay. I mean, for me personally, like, this came towards, this break kind of happened around the time the holidays kind of hit, so... A lot of family stuff, you know, the, the usual kind of, like, traveling. We, I didn't go, like, out of state, but suburbs and back. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a lot. And working still. Um, I was also trying to just make more personal stuff happen, more personal projects happen. Um, I've been really tired. <laughs> so I'm just That's trying so to, legitimate. like, you know, not be tired. Not as tired anymore. Uh, I have neighbors who discovered... We have make a podcast. <laughs> we make well. Everybody knows about that. If you've been listening, they know. They know that Art and my neighbors uh, <laughs> just stomp around. <laughs> and we record. But what they discovered is recorders 
Not the type that you oh, use God, with your yes. voice, but <laughs> with your breath, and oh boy. <laughs> the recorders, you know, where you had to play the bag song, B-A-G-A-B-A, you know, that um, one. I don't know if I learned that one. It's like the one they make you learn. Oh. It's like I probably, the, we probably did. I could, I could still play a little bit of Red River Valley. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking have a recorder off with them. <laughs> they're so, not doing their recording no, now. They're not, thank God, knock on wood. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's been kind of my break. Um, uh, the more recent, well, the reason that it was delayed is because I uh, had a family issue come up. We were gonna try and get a. Um, Oh, an episode out this very first Friday of January, um, but there was a death in the family, so I had to focus on that and, you know, just kind of process that for that weekend, but we are now kind of trying to get back into the swing of things, um, and that's what my kind of extended break has been. You want to talk about <laughs> Okay. <about yours. laughs> so my extended break is probably going to affect the way we do the podcast, actually. So um, one of the biggest reasons I could not commit to the podcast is um, when I started my new job, I noticed my stomach hurt a lot. And I just chucked it up to stress at the new job mm-hmm. and, like, new diet because I wasn't moving around a lot. My, You know, I had a, our lunch break, so I would just eat one big meal and that was it. Um, went to see the doctor a couple times, try to figure that out, put me on a couple diets, on certain medication. Now I am seeing a, what are they called, a gastro, 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 I've said this word so many times and I don't know how I'm fucking it up. Um, I'm seeing a specialist for my stomach, for my tum-tum, um, a gastro, Gastro. <laughs> How do you say it? <laughs> Here she has it pulled up. Um, oh my god! I've said it so many times oh. the last couple of weeks. Gastroenterology. Oh. Gastroenterologist. Yes, thank you, Cam. We're I'm not guessing. even drunk. No, we're not. Which that leads into this. That leads into that too. So. <laughs> That's just a hard word to say. Though. Yeah. Apparently, I can't speak. Um. So basically, I don't know if I have ulcers. I don't know if I have. Um, a chronic like stomach illness or what's going on they're doing a bunch of tests on me right now um basically the doctor I'm seeing doesn't really want to scope my stomach because he thinks it's way too invasive and also being 31 I'm too young to have like stomach problems at least this severe yeah. so he is alluding to that it might be a gallbladder issue oh. or um that I might be severely stressed out that I'm stressing out my stomach. Just there's mm-hmm. these things he's trying to like, he has all these factors that could be causing the stomach problems and he's trying to, you know, cross off each one. So yeah. that's what I've been dealing with from, and once again, I kind of put it off too, because I've had this pain since September and I didn't do really anything until December. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's fair because you thought like, oh, this is just stress of the new job and it's a very different job from what we were working. Like, it's not as physical yeah. Um, anymore. And so maybe you, I, because I had, everybody kind of goes through changes when you do that. So, yeah. But I'm glad that you were able to address it now and you kind of have some more answers. Yeah, I actually That's went good. to the ER too. Um, and the thing that they were concerned about was cancer. 
Yeah. Um, it's not cancer, so That's, I can yeah. safely say that, because if it was, I'd be bleeding, I guess. Oh, so that would have been a much different... It would have been a different, like, conversation. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, you would have had different symptoms and stuff. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the thing that... Um, Sorry, I have a difficult time. To, it's not that I'm scared of oversharing, because, like, I tell people this all the time. It's just, I don't know, just saying it out loud, um, acknowledging that I'm having some serious, like, stomach issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard, like, as, yeah. I guess, to the public, general public. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing. It's made it really hard to commit to the podcast, like, just coming over here to Cam's. Not that Cam lives really far away it's just the not it's, knowing it's what my stomach though. would do to yeah. the travel like yeah. so I just couldn't commit yeah and I mean so we we needed to take a minute I think that's understandable um my we, stomach problems will affect the podcast because I can't drink yeah. I actually can't drink right now yeah so we're not drinking I mean we are drinking a drink we're not drinking an alcohol we're drinking we're drinking canada dry (laughs) yes (laughs) delicious um i have a problem i'm like genuinely like addicted to this ginger ale yeah i mean i guess it's better than alternatives but um you could be drinking these a lot yeah i'm not a big coke although it has the same amount of sugar (laughs) yeah i i wonder if it can we did an experiment in ju- junior high school um, with Coke, where we left a nail in a in a like a cup of Coke, and it was gone by the end of the week. So like it just dissolves rust and nails. Wow, oh, wow. <laughs> that's what you're putting in your stomach. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, can try to do that. I don't know. Gotta <laughs> test that theory out. I guess. Should we, and then come back next episode? Like, guess what? It did dissolve. No, I'm joking. <laughs> But, um, like, on, on that topic, so we're not going to change the name because Drunk Art Chat just sounds too good to, <laughs> to change in terms of the way it just works. It, so we probably won't be having drinks as much. And the truth is it is kind of a misnomer anyway. I don't think we are ever truly, like, deeply drunk. No. Because those episodes that we were, like, you'll, super tipsy. you'll never hear them. Yeah. Uh, um, actually, we could do it. <laughs> we keep talking about it, but we could do a special <laughs> where you can. get to hear us super drunk where you make absolutely no sense if yeah. you want to hear that let us know we'll it's, do it it's not good we'll do it <laughs> do it we'll release it yeah um so but part of that too so i i just putting this out there so that you aren't feeling like you're you're changing it because of your yeah. like path here it's not that like also it's a lot to drink it's like let's drink every week yeah. i don't know how some people do it but yeah. some people do it yeah. and I keep saying do it a lot. Because <laughs> while we weren't getting drunk, we would shoot to have, like, two, yeah. cu- like, ciders or, well, like, wine or something. Problems. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully not. But I, I hope that, like, not doing it does. Help. Like, we definitely need to make sure that everybody's healthy. Yeah. And everybody's doing everything at their own pace. Yeah. So. I mean, not saying we won't drink. And if, you know, people that want to come on to the podcast want to drink a lot like go for yeah, it yeah that's not, just, we're not putting a stop to it it's just like personal things personal so. things and you know don't get old people because when you don't. get old you can't handle <laughs> drinking anymore you just yeah. gotta slow down so we're down so yeah that's kind of what we've been up to um 
let's see, even why we couldn't commit to the podcast. And, um, yeah, we just need a little time off to rethink something. So mm-hmm. what are our New Year's <laughs> resolutions for the podcast? We already mentioned ourselves. but Yeah. You looking at me? Well, I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit more loose in terms of the drinking stuff. Um, as a thing that's going away, this is a... Oh, <laughs> sad to say. <laughs> we'll start it off on the sad notes, and then we'll, and then we'll um, go from there. But uh, I think that this episode is going to be the last episode that we'll have a fake commercial. At least for now, I think I'm just I've completely run out of ideas on what to do. I have one left, and uh, that's why some of them get really fucking weird because I, I, I just don't them. know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I, but I wasn't helping either. I was just like, yeah, Cam, go for it. You do the fake commercial. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed doing them. It's just that it did kind of it was the biggest factor into the reason why the episodes would ever come out late or because <laughs> I was not good at getting them done like right after we recorded um once again I wasn't helpful I just left that to Cam <laughs> well I think even if you had tried to work with me on it like it would it would still take the same exact amount of time if not longer like that could be a lot because I, I wasn't going in like writing scripts or anything it was just doing them <laughs> I love them. It was like, so I love the fake commercials because it was a weird performance art, sound art. The one performance art Stephanie liked. (laughs) Not sound art, like noise art, kind of. Noise art. Noise (laughs) art. I don't know. Sound art. Oh, God. It was an exploration into that. It was just really weird and I enjoyed it. Good. So we'll miss them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're gone forever. I just know that I I need a break from them. Um, In the meantime, like after this episode, Mm -hmm. we will probably try and do... Like interesting facts. <gasps> you broke oh, your God. own. <laughs> I, 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 I forgot to mute. It's been so long. I forgot to mute my oh, phone. My goodness. That's okay. Um, <laughs> going forward, I think we're going to try and make it so that it's like we'll have some interesting facts in the middle um, about art and yes. artists. I'm trying. I'm going to try not to do boring ones. Still try and make it interesting and fun, but, you know. And our schedule <laughs> is going to be different. We are going to, um, instead of just kind of like whatever the fuck we want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me, sorry. We are going to do like a rotation of different um, different epi- different types of episodes. So like, you know, every month, like every first Friday or Friday like, an art product review, the second Friday, like, mm-hmm. you know, artist interview, what, this is no order, <laughs> this is no order, like, the third Friday, a thing about art movement, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do that now. We're gonna try and have, yeah, this, like, mm-hmm. sort of more of an outline, like, bones <laughs> to work on. Yes. Um, to work from. Because actually that's what, it's basically just um, blowing up, like, what we do in the episodes themselves, like, we will try to have an outline of what talking mm-hmm. points are. So now, monthly, we're going to try and have like, yeah. specific And this is topics. actually what I kind of wanted the podcast to be yeah. originally, but we just never... It took a while to kind of yeah. get a footing, I think. 
and figure out what that should be. Yeah, I guess, and also, like, we didn't really know what we were doing either, so no. <laughs> we kind of just... Hopefully, it's a little bit more together now. Mm-hmm. Um, on a more technical level, I don't know if you can tell or not, but we have... I, I've got new mics, so hopefully it's a little less bad <laughs> in terms of, like, I've, I've been having trouble, like, equalizing the audio. So maybe this will be better. I don't know. We might have to go back to what we had, but just as a little tidbit, we're using different microphones. Yeah. Cool. Can you tell the difference? Maybe. maybe <laughs> we'll not. find out. Um, maybe I'll be other garbage and we can't use yes. this sound. That would be terrible. No, it's going out. <laughs> I don't care how it sounds. Um, is that all? Oh. I think that's it. So, like, yeah, some changes are happening. Get fucking used to it. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, some changes are going to happen, but for the better for the podcast, because we want to make this a thing. Mm-hmm. We want this to go strong, and, you know, one day when we die, and our children will take up. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> just take it to a deep, dark place. <laughs> um, no, I, I just would like the podcast that this is going to sound really weird or I, I don't know um I, I just would like the podcast to get bigger yeah and I would like us to have a more uniform schedule mm-hmm. I agree and I think uh hopefully these these point these like steps will get us in the right direction yeah um so are yeah. we gonna do that last fake that, commercial that last right now FC baby um yeah all right, then I guess the last chant. Let's do this. Make Fake. it good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> 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 Damn it. <laughs> well, all right. And the count of one, two, two three. Fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial. Are you working in a specialty customer service job and struggling to make ends meet even though you're overqualified for the type of work you're doing? Are you being told one thing by one person and another by corporate, affecting your ability to maintain even a small amount of income? Are you seeing your coworkers treated like children or being let go for deeply asinine reasons that are grounds for a lawsuit against the company? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you work in an environment whose corporate office is aligned with chaotic evil. Well, it's time to meet that alignment with chaotic good. We are... Garbage Job Overhaul! We'll show up to the CEO's office or home because they probably work from home because of course they do, totally unannounced at a really bad time to fuck shit up. Garbage job overhaul. How will we fuck shit up? We'll ruffle up papers on their desks and let 20 cats loose in their office or home so they can knock other shit over. Garbage job overhaul. We'll put a cricket somewhere close to their workspace and we'll be sure to keep it fed and healthy by mini drone delivery so your CEO is plagued by the noise for as long as possible. Garbage job overhaul. We'll hack their heating and cooling system and always turn the temperature that they set 10 degrees off in the opposite direction. Garbage job overhaul. Will any of this work to make the workplace a better environment for you and your co-workers? Probably not.
But at least your CEO might come closer to understanding what it's like to have dumbass, life-interrupting shit happen at work that's out of their control. There's no fee to use. Garbage Job Overhaul. Just contact us on our website, garbagejoboverhaul.biz, and we'll cater a plan to suit your needs. Because, damn the man. Damn the man for life. And we are back. We're back from that last state commercial. And then started the year yeah. with the negative. <laughs> well, <laughs> we need to go. We need to make this a positive experience now. Mm, which is kind of funny because <laughs> about that. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about a very popular thing that keeps coming up in this in this, in this podcast. Year podcast. Yeah. Which is Stephanie's most favorite artist of all time. Uh, <laughs> is, wait, is the title going to actually have his name or no? Hmm. We'll figure that okay. out. I don't know yet. <laughs> so, if you're new, I have very polarizing opinions. <laughs> and I guess one of them is that I don't really like Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Just not a fan of him. Not a fan. So, I thought maybe I would uh, give my reasons why, other than it be like, oh, Stephanie just hates this guy, and we don't know why. Like, she just keeps saying she hates him so much. So, I brought out my facts. Whoa. So, had some research done. Um, you know, just, like, for uh, dates and stuff like that. I had done some mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. about the good old Jackson Pollock. Cam, are you a fan of his work? Well, I mean, I just don't care either way. <laughs> yeah, I, I've o- I'm only familiar with the splatters. I don't know if he's ever done anything else. He has. Okay. <laughs> but that's uh, the most famous work. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just never really cared either way. I think maybe, if anything, I'm probably not then because it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. But you're the one who has a stronger opinion. And I have another, I have a person who I'm like this about. Which I don't think you could be, actually. I, you seem pretty, well, like, neutral. I'm neutral about a lot of things, but... The, I've tried to get in... I, I've read a little bit about them. I don't know why. It's so weird for me that I'm not, like, saying it. It doesn't matter. The person... <laughs> I think they're contemporaries, too. Um, I sort of feel this way about Cy Twombly. Um, I think the reason that I'm, like, not super... Oh, I hate him. Is because... I definitely know for a fact that, like, I just didn't like what I saw when I first saw it, but I'm trying to give it a chance. I've read a little bit about it, and, like, I get what he's doing, but I just have such a hard time with some of the pieces that he's put out. And it's in that, I think it's, the reason I bring it up in this episode is because I think it's in the same vein as why you hate Jackson Pollock. <laughs> yeah, um, it probably is. I don't know. Um. So, so. I, I don't even know where to start. So um, Jackson Pollock, <laughs> if you don't know, he is an American artist. Yeah, he's an American artist because he was born in like California or Wyoming, you know, somewhere on the East Coast. No, sorry, I mean West Coast. He's born in. Where's those facts you talked about? I know. God damn. Cam, we're gonna be a new one in front of everyone. Sorry. I, um, 
Damn. Okay, I see where we are now. See you. All right. So yeah, he was born in the West Coast. Oh yeah, Wyoming. Um, see, fuck you, Cam. I was just like California, and then he moved to California. Uh, So he was born there, moved to California. Um, American painter and major figure in the abstract expressionist movement, and um, the style, the. The paintings he's most known for are his drip paintings. That's mm-hmm. what they're kind of dubbed as. Um, hmm. So part of me doesn't hate him because... So I... Mm, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I re, that's actually what I really hate is the work that he's most famous for is okay. the drip. Yeah. The drip painting. Um, <laughs> but part of me also has huge empathy for him hmm. because he... Um, like, I'm not sure if this is, like, 100% confirmed, but they suspected he had, you know, he was bipolar. Mm. And a thing that is confirmed and how he passed away was um, from severe alcoholism. He was so depressed, and um, his fame from his drip paintings also made him drink a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, like, part of me empathizes with that. Like, yeah. this person just mentally couldn't cope with things. So... Um, I guess one of, well, two, they kind of go hand in hand. One of the biggest reasons why I hate his drip painting work specifically is I feel like it's a glorified art exercise or glorified, um, and the public is exposing his form of art therapy. Mm. So, like, I just... Mm. Interesting. It just rubs me the wrong way that you know this could be his way of coping and people are just like now it's forty thousand dollars and we're gonna sell it and Mm. now produce more jackson pollock well i mean isn't that i mean like aren't a lot of pieces kind of that like i'm trying to think of i don't know for sure you know but like 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 but in the like expressionism movement isn't that kind of what they were doing it's just maybe some of it was more representational but they were actually putting it out like he because just to to confirm i don't know if you know this but like was he intending for them to be seen by the public or i think he was but like also i just eh, it just looks like because his whole thing was um it at least from what i've read it seemed more like of a exercise and like a ritual kind of dance performance thing. It was really about like the movement, mm-hmm. getting capturing the movement of the paints mm-hmm. um, for a strip paint and like to so you can kind of see like which way he was going like through mm-hmm. the splatters. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was more. They probably would be more interested in watching him paint mm-hmm. than the actual result. So I guess it is kind of like a form of Dadaism too. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So I just just. To me, it seems like an art exercise that then just gets explo- exploited and then people mm. are, you know, it's being sold for... It yeah, it almost doesn't feel like, I guess, the complete thing, right? Like, part of the experience would be have, would have been to see him yeah. doing it, sounds like. Yeah, interesting. I, I wonder if he's ever... Did he ever, like, do that? Like, for live paint? I know people have said that they've seen him. I'm sorry, I'm, like, burping a lot. Um, That's what a good candle dry do, babe. <laughs> I know, like, there are quotes um, for my research that, like, people have, like, 
witnessed it. I don't know if it's actually hmm. been captured. I mean, the technology was there. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it actually has been. Yeah. Like, I'm almost like... There's certainly pictures of him doing it, but yeah. I don't... I mean, there's got to be footage. I just don't know if that was ever the intended, like, if he ever put on, like, a show where he was doing that, like, creating one of his pieces, and then... Like, I can see that kind of being a thing, like, come to see him and then pay big money for the piece that the he piece made that end. you saw or whatever. Yeah, I, I guess if that was the case, I would be more, like... Kind of into it. Yeah, I guess. Like, the big argument with his stuff is, you know, people always say, like, my four-year-old could do this. Are you are you of them that mind? Like, that school thought? Not necessarily. I think the thing that pisses me off about his work is, like, so I feel like his drip paintings inspire other artists to be lazy. Mm. Um, I think, um, you know, it's kind of, it, it's kind of... You know that terrible, like, abstract art you see in, like, hotels or restaurants? Like, that's what I feel like, you know, they're just like, yeah, Jackson Pollock is my idol. Yeah. <laughs> make artwork like him, and then just in a fucking hotel, and you're just like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> it's a magic eye painting. <laughs> well, those actually have patterns, and I don't even know how those work. But anyway, yeah, I, could, I, I get that. Actually, this is an interesting point, because, like, People might just see that and be like, oh, that can make money, so here I go. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't really, like, look into any any sort of process or anything. Like, it sounds like you've actually, you know, at least looked into, like, how he did it, why he did it, that kind of stuff. But it just... I don't know. And I, I also feel like his other work is definitely more fascinating than the drip paintings, which is what he's known for. He actually has made other work. Like, but mm-hmm. everyone thinks of the drip paintings when they... What kind of work has he done? Like, does he do? He, it was like surrealism, mm. abstract, kind of. It almost looked like Picasso, mm. cubism. Mm. I see. It, so yeah, I. That's like he obviously has talent, but like I just feel like, I feel like his drip paintings were a way for him to explore, like, to deal with like his mental issues, and then. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, I guess this will make me money and just gotcha. keep producing it. I mean, like, there's definitely validity to that. Like, the, like, why are you looking at this when he did all this cool other stuff or whatever? Like, that's a big thing, too. And not just, like, visual art, but I've heard of that um, in books. Uh, I have, I'm looking at the, the bag that I have with the Clockwork Orange um, logo on it, that Anthony Burgess, I think, is the mm-hmm. author who wrote that book. That's his, like, most famous, everybody loves that, well, not everybody loves it, but, like, that's his most famous book, and he hates that it's his most famous book. Like, that happens. Like, I don't know the how... The Bean <laughs> is an example. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> a Chicago example. I don't know how, how Pollock ever, if he cared, if that was, like, if he just kind of went with it, but, like, I think that can also affect, like, um the viewer, from a viewer standpoint, like, oh god, like, it's so overdone. <laughs> I mean, like, so, in, in a way, maybe to contradict myself, I don't think the drip paintings are, like, I'll give him credit, like, there is some composition, I think he did think about the movements in those paintings, and obviously the color, mm-hmm. um, the color themes he chose make sense, but I don't know, I guess maybe some of it just seems unfinished to me, mm-hmm. and to quote... A, um, I'm going to bring a quote out. To quote the critic Robert Coates, uh, 
mere unorganized explosions of random energy and therefore meaningless. <laughs> Damn, bird. So, like, there's someone else that hates Pollock even more than me, so yeah. there you go. But, yeah, I, I hope I made sense. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think what you're saying makes a lot. It actually clarifies it a lot more for me. Like, I, I think it's funny when you always like, bring it I, up. But... I think the biggest thing more than, you know, um, the, it looking unfinished, it being glorified it being a glorified exercise of um, art exercise um, or like an exposed way of art therapy. Um, it really just the in, inspiring other people to do the same work and being lazy about it gets to me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope that makes sense. Now, now, you know, mm-hmm. yes. Now we understand why I just have a bit, a bit of a, <laughs> A baseline for that there. I mean, the one good thing maybe I could say about his art, I bet the texture's amazing. Like, if you were to touch mm, it. Yeah. I, what did he, did he use acrylics? He used, um, it was actually a paint that wasn't available to everyone. I think it was like a form of enamel. Let me bring that oh, up really okay. quick. So it would probably have some body to it. Yeah. Um, I know it was like enamel base, but he was definitely using, yeah, synthetic resin-based paints called mm. acrylic enamels. Um, which at the time was a novel medium. So maybe that's mm. another reason why his art got super hyped was he was using a medium that wasn't really available to other artists. I'm trying to think of, yeah, because like his, because uh, he would use like a bajillion different colors and it never really looked muddy. So I wonder if that. I yeah, mean, that would make sense if it was enamel. Yeah. They don't really mix with each other. Hmm. Interesting. There's a, I don't, how did he die? He died from alcoholism. Alcoholism? Um, No, uh, well, not just that, but a form of alcoholism. Uh, He died from a car crash. Okay, I wanted to to double check because I didn't know if they got this uh, right or not, but, um, or if it was true or whatever. There's actually a Daria episode that references that. (laughs) Um, It's kind of dark, actually. I mean, the episode itself isn't dark, but the way they reference it is sort of. I Um, don't remember that one. (laughs) It was, uh, I think it's called Daria Dance Party, I think. And basically Jane gets uh, money to do the decorations for the dance, the school dance, and she does it as a Pollock theme, but as his death. So it's like got all the splatters around the gym, but also like a big steering wheel with two hands. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, this is how he died. <laughs> and yeah, that was, he, yeah. He basically died from from drinking. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds like he definitely had a turbulent life. And that was August 11th, 1956 was when he got in the accident. So, yeah, I think he would be, yeah, I'm looking at some of his pieces now. I think I'm very empathetic towards him and his um, mental illnesses, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, see, like, this is good. Like, if you scroll further down on Google, there is a more like figurative I yeah guess. it's a little Peace. bit more figurative it's a little bit more expression expressionistic I guess um I guess that's just the kind of stuff that I'm drawn to some of it like some of his paintings the like drip paintings and stuff they just they make me dizzy and that's also <laughs> maybe and that's another reason why too there's really no focal point so yeah you're just your eyes are everywhere mm-hmm 
like when I was little, we had we had these uh, laminate tiles in my kitchen that had speckles on them, different color. It was and the the base color was like this disgusting like navy green, and but there was like speckles of different colors. And I used to, for no apparent reason, spin around and stare at the ground, just like watch all the colors go. That's what it reminds me of, <laughs> and it, ugh, it made me feel so like whoa, <laughs> so. I understand why he is important mm-hmm. in art history. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but that does not mean I have to like it. Yeah, um, I think I feel the same way. Like in in not only about him, but like with with Cy Twombly. I think I think they were contemporaries, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if they ever actually like worked or met, like met up or work together, mm-hmm. but when I first, I remember being in college, and we, like, went with my fundamentals class, like, in art school, like, to uh, the Art Institute, walking around the Modern Wing, and we saw Cy Twombly, and it's massive, like, it's a big, the size of, like, my wall, <laughs> like, a big canvas with just, like, crayon scribblings on it, <laughs> and I remember standing there and thinking, like, what the fuck is this <laughs> like I didn't understand what I was looking at I couldn't begin to, like I was like that was the first time I ever saw a piece of art I might and I like this heart more than Paul sorry I didn't and I was just like you. no I I agree I was just like I it's the first time that I maybe kind of got an idea of how my dad feels looking at like most other art that I like because <laughs> I was like what is this like why is this a thing like why is this here I was just, like, angry about it. You, you know how I said that uh, Pollock was glorified um, art exercises? Mm-hmm. This is, like, glorified doodling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's, or scribbles. Yeah, it's just scribbles. It's not even what I think of when I think of doodles. Like, I like I like doodles, like, because usually they have some structure that's just, like, scribbles. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm going to scribble on this large piece of paper that's going to hang in this museum. I'm going to get millions of dollars, um, which is fine, I guess. Like, all more power to you, I guess, if you, you figure that out. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I did read a little bit about it, and this was a while ago, so I kind of don't have a lot of memory of kind of why or what he was exploring. But... There, it is lauded as like you know, it's different and it's and it's so uh, visceral and raw and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I'm just like, I guess maybe it, it's never really been seen before in that kind of a scale. And I just, I don't know, I'm not there yet. I can't accept it just yet. <laughs> I'm just not there. <laughs> I completely understand. You should um, gotta think about it. I know most of the people here have probably seen a Jackson Pollock yeah. art, but you should definitely um, look up Cy Tombly. Mm-hmm. Um, that is C-Y space T-W-O-M-B-L-Y. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> but, I, it, you know, so are, are there, are there, like, artists who kind of do similar stuff that you do like, like, that you can think of, or, like, what would, what would you say is, like, the next step up, <laughs> I guess, from, like, Pollock, if you can think of that, I don't know. That I, that I like? That you would start to kind of be like, okay, I like this. Like, I can see myself. I don't Maybe know, like right. that you would buy or be okay having in your home. <laughs> Anything? I don't know. What, what is your answer? I'm kind of curious. 
Like the next step up from like a Saitoamli kind of mm-hmm. thing. Someone's, are you asking if someone's similar in that realm I that guess. I would be okay with? Yeah, I don't know. Like, they do maybe a more loose kind of thing that hmm. might not have as much. I don't know. I didn't think about this question before. <laughs> no, I <laughs> don't. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just trying to think if there's anybody who might be kind of similar or, um, I don't know. The funny thing is, like, I can't think of an answer to that either, but... The whole, if you listen, then you might also know that I really like playing with jelly plates, um, which are just for making mono prints and whatever. Like, people usually do multiple layers of them, but I tend to, like, do one random splooge and then move on to the next thing, and I don't show them to anybody, though. Like, I just kind of like to make textures with the, the intention that I will add them to something else later. I almost never do because that sounds like I'd have to set that up and be thinking about that. So maybe that will be what I can try to do next next year, this year going going on. But that's the closest thing I can think of to like I enjoy textures, but I don't know if I would just want a bunch of textures all over my wall necessarily. I'm to be oh. quite honest, I can't really think of anyone right now. But I'm not a big fan of abstract. Like, mm. if I can... Oh, I have At one. least that's how I'm... How I understand the question is, mm-hmm. like, if an artist similar that I would be, you know, like or willing to buy their work. I, I, I just am not a big fan of abstract work. Yeah. So you would probably not like... So the person that I would say that I do like a lot, which is actually quite probably similar, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, is, um, is Mark Rothko. I really like Rothko's stuff. Uh, it's very plain in terms of like just like surface level, but in some way it makes me feel like there there are pieces that make me actually feel things like immediately. Um, and that and the, those feelings aren't just dizzy. <laughs> like I actually well, have emotional color reactions. Stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's mostly color. Um, but I once, I just remember, like, also being in college and writing, like, a paper on, like, one of his pieces and not realizing how deep I could take it. <laughs> I, I like the stuff that's open to that kind of interpretation. And it, it also is actually, I don't know, I guess in when I look at that, I can sense the, like, thoughtfulness. There is a certain level of planning in those pieces where I don't, I don't feel that in a Cy Twombly or a, a Pollock. So... I don't know, but I, 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 I'll bet you don't like him. He's <laughs> 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 so on my face. Yeah. I've seen him before. Yeah. Um, it just looks like color swatches to me. Yeah. But I could see how looking at it can be very common. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it does your, something for your me. Your eyes aren't all over the place, and yeah. he obviously has good color theory. There's like, also, when I think of these artists, too, I think of Frank Stella, too. I think that's his name, Frank Stella, who does, like, all the, the weird canvases and the lines those seem. Mm, I see. Yeah, those. Uh, I, I've, see, I've seen. I've seen a few, little bit more preparation. I've seen a few in person, and those are actually pretty interesting to look at because it's like kind of impressive how he's created those. I so here's the thing with abstract, since we're kind of lead into this. Um, since I mean they're both abstract artists, mm-hmm. expressionist mm-hmm. artists. Um, am I? Using the correct words, do you think? I think it's more abstract. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. Abstract expressionist is probably right. So, 
my thing is like once again I really value skill level mm-hmm. um, and I feel like sometimes with abstract you don't really need the skill level to yeah. do that and so it's just less impressive, impressive <laughs> to me so rigid <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> one of us needs to have the polarizing yes. opinions no I'm, I'm just playing I know I, I understand um I think, although I will say when you take me to an art museum, things that you think I would hate, I do tend to like, and maybe it's just seeing it in person sometimes, sometimes for me too. That, yeah, sometimes that is the big impact, because like if you've only seen it in a book or online, then... You don't really might... see how big it is, yeah. you don't get to like really take... Being in a, I'm going to encourage everyone listening, go to the nearest art museum, uh... Nearest art museum to you, like, so if you live in Chicago, obviously that's the Art Institute. If you live in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Art Institute, that, whatever. Um, I don't know why I thought the Milwaukee one. You went to that one in, is it Cleveland? No, Milwaukee was the one I went to. Oh, That one's beautiful. Mm. It's actually a huge sculpture. The museum Mm. itself is a sculpture. Oh, okay. Um, The one in, um, St. Louis is supposed to be really good, too. Um, Every place has an art museum. Go there and look at some artwork. Uh, I've been to the one in San Francisco. That one's really good. It's the De Young Museum, I believe. That's some interesting stuff there. All good stuff. Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't see the whole museum. <laughs> you in Austin, too. Mm, and oh, I'm I've sure. been to some in New York as well. Like, just go oh, to yeah. the nearest art museum and just take into artwork. Because mm-hmm. it's way different when you see it in person yeah. than when you... Um, it can really change... How you think about it. Yeah. So, like, I will say sometimes I can be ignorant because I haven't really looked. I don't think I've seen a Pollock piece in person. The Institute doesn't have any, do they? Or I they thought might. they did. Oh. But maybe my, my opinion, like I said, looking at it up close and looking at the texture could totally change my mind. It could. Yeah. Cause sometimes the scale of them can impact that. That that's a whole nother like can of worms. Sometimes though, like I I um kind of get annoyed with pieces that are just lauded for the scale. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> but or sometimes like the most famous pieces that we know are really tiny, mm-hmm. super tiny. Yeah, and you're just like wow. I don't think people realize how little the Mona Lisa is. Yeah, it's pretty small. Or even the Starry Night. Mm-hmm. You would think it would be. Like a medium size, and it's really not. Yeah. It's smaller. It's been like um, reproduced in such large formats that people just kind of think that it's, it's like a bigger. big piece, and it's really not. <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or actually, speaking of Van Gogh, his self portrait's really tiny. Mm, oh, yeah. It's super little. It's very small. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think of this episode? <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it was interesting. Um, I'm, I think it was a. Uh, a good way to start to kind of break into our, our the lore of the Drill Card Chat podcast. Now you know. Now you know a little bit more. Um, and hopefully we, we will um, keep up with the general idea that we have of doing slightly more uh, out. What's the word? We have know. a schedule. We, a schedule. We have like a more rigid schedule. We, we've been kind of loosey-goosey. Um, not really committed to anything, just, like, bringing up a subject, doing very minimal research and, like, going for it. Whereas this time, we kind of want to make a commitment. Drill in. And, yeah. We're going to do our darndest. 
darn best indeed. Woo! So, um, yeah, tell us what you think. And... And you still, we still are accepting, like, if you have a yeah. topic for us, it doesn't have to follow our, any sort of thing that we're going to be trying to shoot for, so. Or if there's still an artist you like, too. Yeah. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. You're not. No, I mean, all these things are valid that we need to tell the people. Is there an artist you like and you want us to review that you think needs more exposure? Mm-hmm. Is there an artist you want us to interview? Art product. Is there an art product, yeah, that you want us to review? We'll definitely do that, too. Um, let us know. Woo-hoo. Woo. <laughs> okay. Woo. All right. Well, um. And with that. I think, uh, that's, I think that's it. That's a wrap for our first ep of 28. 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm, like, laughing into that. <laughs> God, the sound waves. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. If you didn't fuck it up right in it, you're just going to verbally say 2018. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to take a second. New year, new podcast. Whoa. Thanks for right. listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music throughout this podcast. Um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast, it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com. And that's spelled S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat. Yeah, if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk dash art dash chat, you can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous, you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, $4.99, or $9.99. Your choice. Um, or if that, that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly slash donate, all one word. And, uh, you know... That money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all, all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Benamone. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat.